to the show, The Island Shuffle. It's The Island Shuffle, and I'm Bean. And I'm James. And together, this is the podcast where we watch the television show called Lost. But listen up, because we watch it in a wacky order. We watch it out of order. Random order. We let Random.org. We throw the episodes to the wind and let whichever one lands in our hearts land in this week's episode. We let widely dependent on the wind it's entirely wind dependent yeah. <laughs> uh which is very you know ec- economical environmentally conscious of us i think yes that's what it means the wind is a renewable resource yes not not like the static noise at random.org generates. yeah exactly mm-hmm. that will go away at one point that, that will be depleted someday because of irresponsible podcasters <laughs> like us don't use random.org it's running out it's running out. We need to preserve the static. <laughs> uh, guess what? It's been a minute since we've recorded you and I. For the for the for the folks at home, it's only been like a week apart. But for you and it's been I, like a month. It's been almost a month. Uh, Feels good to be back in the horse. Oh my gosh, the horse never dies. <laughs> Get me in the horse's saddle and put a gun in my hands. <laughs> that's that's what I like about horses. Is that is riding one with a gun in my hands also? You know what my favorite move is with the horse? What's that? When you have the gun in your hands, yeah, and you're riding really quickly. If you want to get off like super fast, yes, take the gun in your hands, put it to the head of the horse, no! and <laughs> and ask the horse. <laughs> to threaten the horse so he stops quickly. <laughs> of course, of course. Yes, that's that makes sense. Horses threaten the horse. Y- horses l- hate to be threatened. Yeah. So they will so they will do whatever you tell them they to. They only understand violence, horses. I mean, that's true. They're inherently violent in they their souls. They speak one language and, and, it's, it's, and it's it is th- th- threatened. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, you know feels what? Feels good to be back. Feels good to be back in the saddle. Back on these microphones, they're like saddles of a horse that has a gun. <laughs> they are like the gun. They're like the gun. The, these chairs are the horses, and these microphones are the gun. These microphones are the one gun I will vote for. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You've got that right. Hey, what episode of Lost did we watch this week? We watched season three, episode one, and titled Would Be Pilot. Oh, yes. Indeed. Were it not season three. Yes, indeed. Titled A Tale of Two Cities. It's an episode all about Jack, uh, but we'll. Uh, I think we should deal with the island stuff first. Yeah, let's deal with the island stuff because this is, this is very mm. much a setting up things Absolutely. type of episode. It being the first episode of a new season. What's funny about this episode is that it's the first episode of the Jack, Kate, and Sawyer are stuck in prison arc. Yeah, and we've seen every other episode of that arc. So really? This, so this we've is, seen every single other one. We've seen everything from them from this to them escaping. Wow, and this that's is the great. last one we saw. <laughs> Which is pretty cranked. Yeah, that is cranked. I sort of wish that isn't how it worked out. <laughs> I mean, that's, those are the risks we took when we took yeah. on this completely bananas project. It makes more sense in order. Yeah, that's one thing you can say about watching it this way. One episode does not lead into the other smoothly. Yeah, it's not necessarily a good choice. It's not a very coherent way to watch the show, but also watching it front to back isn't that coherent either. You know what I liked about this episode? Mm-hmm. Is that there's very few characters in it. That's true. There's We don't get the ensemble cast whatsoever. It's true. It's just Jack, Sawyer, and Kate. Yeah, and, and I... And then the island people. So Ben, Tom, mm. and Juliet. Yeah. There's six characters. Exactly. And it's very, like, you have Jack's story, and that's kind of self-contained. You have Kate's story, and that's kind of self-contained. You have Sawyer's story, mm-hmm. and that's kind of self-contained. And it's very tight it, it results in a very tightly paced episode mm-hmm. uh and i love the ensemble of the show but i do like when they just like hunker down and they're just like what's up with this guy right yeah, because it's nice to just not be jumping all over the place exactly all the time. and it yeah. makes our jobs a lot easier exactly uh let's start with jack him being the protagonist of the episode jack is in a is in a tank and he's not happy about it he's pissed he walks face first into a pane of glass and he's mad about it he's yelling He's hooting and he's hollering and he says, "Do you know who my father is?" Uh, well, there's actually I think there's one scene we should mention before we get into it. Oh yeah, book club. Book club. The first scene of the episode, the first scene of the season, stars Juliet. Yeah, Juliet's. Uh, we've actually seen bits and pieces of the scene before, but we've never seen the full scene. 
which is Juliet's looking in a mirror. She puts downtown on uh-huh. and she listens to it and she gets. Whoops! I just broke a pen open, which is not a good thing to do to your friend's pen when you're. Oh, that's okay. It. I broke that pen the other day. Oh, okay, it's fine. I really then. did. Yeah, you can see the crack. Right oh here. wow! Look at that crack. Yeah. Look at that crack. You, folks at home, I hope you're looking at that crack. Put it up to the microphone. Let's see if they can listen to the crack. Crack, crack, crick, crick, cricket, um, cricket. Um, love that game. The game of cricket. The game of cricket. I yeah. don't know the game of cricket. You get your blokes oh, together, and yeah. you the, whack the old stick. The ball and the paddle rounds and some in innings a thing. I don't know. I looked up the rules of cricket once, and I was like, "This actually makes sense." And British then I and baseball. then and then an hour passed by, and I forgot it all. Yeah, uh, it's weird. It's a weird game, but you know, I endorse it most, wholeheartedly. Most sports are pretty weird. Yeah, ball going hoop. Who says who? <laughs> That's what <laughs> I say. Um, <laughs> uh, so <laughs> I like that whimsical. Hey, we we we're just chock full of whimsy on this show, aren't we? Uh, we're lifted with whimsy. So they're in a book club. They're in a book club. It's not going well. It's not going well. Juliet burned her muffins uh, in the oven, and everybody and someone's working on her th- her plumbing, and she's just like, "Oh my gosh!" Those and both sound like insane innuendos. <laughs> Juliet burned her muffins and someone's working on her plumbing and she's like, oh my god. <laughs> that I yeah. It's weird. It's not it's not great, but that's literally what actually yeah. happened. It's not some weird innuendo. I'm not trying to be a sly winky fool. Uh, that's really genuinely shot for shot what happened. That's funny. Uh, and this I like is that. and this really is all funny. set in those yellow houses. Yeah. Uh, the barracks as they're known. The barracks. The, the yellow houses that the other live in for a while that the gang lives in in past dharma times uh-huh. uh the famous yellow houses that are a key setting of the of the show this is their first canonical appearance in the show really i didn't it, know that it is indeed oh. uh and so juliet's having a book club and there's this guy there who's just like i fucking hated this book this book is useless it's hokum pokum it's science fiction it's just garbage and Juliet's like, hey, fuck, fuck you, yeah. too. <laughs> it's an intense book club. Uh, it's, a, it's the worst book club I've ever seen. It's truly cranked. I cannot ima- imagine do- doing like a project like that and coming in just like, and even if you didn't like a thing, coming in just like, fuck this and fuck you, fuck too. This and f- yeah, exactly. <laughs> like exactly. Way too and hard. And Juliet's response is like perfect and like elevates the situation, too, where she's like, Oh, sorry. I thought that free will was still a thing around here. And yeah. it's like, you guys, it's book club. It's book club. Chill the fuck out. This is book club. You guys are uh, the antagonists stranded on an island. Yeah. This is the one time of the week where you have to just chill and enjoy Stephen King's carry. Why would you ruin it yeah, with your petty you bullshit? Yell? <laughs> why do you got to yell? Anyways, more important things come along as rumble, rumble, rumble. What the heck's going on? They all storm out. And uh, Juliet storms out. And Ethan storms out. Ethan Rom. And ev- and guess who else comes out? It's Ben, too. Dun, Benjamin dun, dun. Linus. Benjamin Linus. BL. Looking, he's wearing like a pinstripe collared shirt tucked into beige pants. And he looks like a fucking dweebus. Yeah, he looks like a dweebus. That's the perfect name <laughs> for it. Uh, and he comes out and look. they look in the sky. And guess what's up in the sky? Oceanic Flight 815. It's crashing, baby. And they and and Ben does the classic Goodwin, go to the tail section. Ethan, go to the fuselage. You're both survivors. Get give me some names in three days. Go, go, go. And then he walks up to Juliet who's holding a copy of Carrie and says, Well, I guess I'm out of the book club. The show lost has commenced. The letters are coming. Let's get the theme song. <laughs> the, the, the theme of Lost, as we all know, goes like that. Welcome to Lost. <laughs> it's the island. <laughs> I wish. Pl- they could have done a bit more with that. The, right. the worst part of Lost and there's a lot of bad parts to choose from. Mm-hmm. Might be the intro. I don't like it. The intro is... I At the time, I remember thinking the intro was very unique. Because uh-huh. it's just like... It's like five seconds long. It wastes no time. It's just like lost. And it's that like ominous sound that yeah. is very... 
that feels very like of lost i wish they chose a better font or something exactly right it feels like i think for the time it was a very cool and bold decision it doesn't hold up super well to present day especially because my favorite part of it is that like so it's so if you've never seen it it's literally just the word lost in the basic lost font like in um, fading in from the void and then just like floating past the camera while like an ominous sound plays five seconds long boom and uh and when it like flies through the camera you can see like the shitty cg yeah that's the thing it looks like it is shitty it looks like a nintendo 64 game when it zooms in that close it's like i love it but like also yo it is tough y'all managed to convincingly make a plane crash happen in the sky but you couldn't make a word flow through the void yeah (laughs) so like what's going on here it's sad it is really sad it is deeply upsetting it's really sad it's very sad um so first scene of the season classic first scene of a lost season where it's just like here's a thing that you thought was a normal thing but turns out it's twisted Uh uh-huh whoa (laughs) you you thought this was a regular book club not even book club is safe from this show and it's tyranny <laughs> you thought it was a regular book club but then a plane crash bah, bah, bah. Uh, so jack is hanging out he's pissed in a cage he's pissed off and in he's com- pissed in a cage <laughs> you're, i i am gonna predict right now you're gonna get like seven or eight bizarre innuendos this whole episode or just that where you mean it one way and I it's mean- so easy to imagine another what He's pissed the, in a cage is w- definitely one. What would the innuendo there be? It makes the only the only one. Well, it's, either it just sounds like you're saying he's urinating in a cage. I interpret it as like he's like in the drunk tank. Yeah, <laughs> like that's that's another interpretation. Oh yeah. yeah, like oh. oh yeah. So there's a lot of subtlety here with our language. Language is a complicated uh, business. We need to be careful because the listeners can take these words out of our mouths and, and yeah, they put can just, them in their own. They can just snip out whatever they want and make it seem like we're nothing but fools i find our listeners are very untrustworthy too (laughs) that's true if there's one thing about our fan base is it's notoriously uh swindling yeah i would describe them as conniving also (laughs) yeah absolutely absolutely uh so jack is despite all his rage jack is still just pissed in a cage Uh and and, uh in comes a lady named juliet and she says hey i'm juliet I'm here, uh, and Jack is and just... This is their first meeting, this, right? This is their yeah. first meeting. Uh, this is also Juliet's first time being on Lost. It's really? Her, yeah. Oh. Uh, and she does a bang-up job, as we'll get into. Um, she does a bang-up job on Sawyer. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. We'll get into that. Um, so Jack is just, like, yanking chains that are dangling from the Another ceiling. Another one. <laughs> <laughs> That's already a thing. Stop yanking. You're, you're not yanking my chain. That's yeah. already an idiom. That's yeah, not exactly. Like <laughs> no, exactly. That's what I meant, though. I guess. Where it's, like, just these, I don't know. These things that you mean entirely literally that, like, it's very plausible or not. I I really wish Jack was yanking my chain. Yeah, I know. But but he's literally yanking chains that are dangling from the ceiling. He's, like, He does yank chains later in the cage, though. That's true. In the other sense. Uh, And he's, like, he's just, like, climbing on them. And Juliet's, like, talking at him, like, hey, uh, my name's Juliet. How are you doing? Uh, I'm here to feed you. And and can you please come down from the chains? Why are you doing this? And Jack is just, like, completely ignoring him. Jack is a bit of a bad boy in the cage. Jack is a bad boy in the cage. He's mad. He's mad at them. And uh, he so he lies. He lies. Well, first first what he does is he screams, "Who are you? Tell me where my friends are." At Juliet. And Juliet throughout this whole episode is very just like calm yeah. and just like I'm, you know, he's he's very like the like good cop more or less. She's mm-hmm. very just like I'm just here to feed you. I just want to help. I know it seems like, you know, you can trust me, Jack. Please, just I want to feed you. And Jack is just like, you're, I'm, I woke up in a cage and I'm angry. Yeah, <laughs> and that's which like, I get it. It's fair, absolutely. It's a bit generic, but mm-hmm. I understand. Uh, so, yeah, eventually Jack kind of starts to, Jack is just kind of like furiously pacing back and forth. And Juliet's like, you know, who are you, Jack? What's your deal? Jack lies, as you mentioned. Jack is like, I'm a repo man. I, you know, buh, whatever. I do this. Uh, I'm not married. Whatever. Uh, I don't care. And he's just making shit up. Uh, <laughs> you know. Your repo man impression is really great. <laughs> That's what repo men sound like. Defined by their ambivalence. <laughs> repo men do not give a I don't fucking care. <laughs> repo men don't give a shit. Whatever. 
what the hell ever? I'm in a cage, but I'm a repo man, so I'm just going to roll with the punches because life gives you lemons. Make a lemons aid. Yeah. When life gives you lemons, don't pay your lemon bill and then have someone come and take the lemons away. That's true. Absolutely. <laughs> that's that's just the philosophy of Jack the Repo Man. Uh, so, uh, eventually, Juliet's kind of like... Gives 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 Jack the real skinny of like, hey, when we you're probably dehydrated. You need to eat this food. I'm not asking a lot of you. I just want you to put your back against the door so I can come in, leave the sandwich in water, and get out. And that's all I want to do. And Jack gives him a little, uh, oh, so you're a doctor then. And Juliet does a little smirky thing and says, no, no, I'm no doctor. I'm a repo woman. Ah. It's a good, like... Hey, I I I'm another, and I know all my shit. But you know what? I'm a, I'm 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 having fun. Yeah, I'm, she's still a cool lady. She's still a cool lady. Juliet's very cool in this. Yeah, episode. I like Juliet. Um, she's lit. She's very lit. Juliet. Julie lit. Juliet. Yeah, I don't know. What Julie do you lit. What do you think of Julie lit? Juliet. Julie lit. No. No. Disagree. No. Fair. Juliet. I don't like the sound of that. I don't think uh, this may have been a mistake. Uh This may have been one of our greatest errors. (laughs) (laughs) It might have been. Let's move on. Let's move on. What do you say? We just leave that in the past where it belongs. So so Juliet comes in and is like, all right, here's the sandwich. But Jack gets the drop on Juliet and gives her the old strangle, bashes a plate, uses the uses a plate shard plate and holds it against throat. holds it against Juliet's throat and grabs her and drags her out of the cage. And who's standing there but Ben. Benjamin ben Linus, Linus. The antagonist. He's looking just as dweebusy as ever. The mean guy. And truly and uh Jack is standing next to a door and is like is like if you don't op- if you don't let me open this door, I'm gonna kill Juliet. Ben says Fine. If you open that door, we're all dead anyway, which is a uh, great crazy. So so Jack throws Juliet aside, opens this door, and guess what the door is? Water door. Water door. It's a water door. It's it, a door of water. It's a door full of water. Only water comes out of it. Only water comes out. And it doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. The room starts flooding, and uh, Juliet quickly. Uh, like the two of them, Juliet and Jack, uh, quickly get their shit together. They like swim over. They close. They manage to close the door somehow. The door literally impossible. Two people could not close that door. But you know what? These two people did it because they're like in the ocean. Yeah. It is. How big would that door be? Like seven feet tall, like three feet wide. It is a big door because it has to keep all the water out. Yeah. And now there's water endlessly coming in from Mm -hmm. it. I don't At know. An enormous force. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But they do it. They close it. They close it, and then Juliet conks Jack out, locks him back up, and then next scene, it's fine. There's no more yeah, water Yeah, they're anywhere. chill. They're, they're like, all right, that happened. That's fine. Yeah. Forgive and forget. You and know? Uh, Jack and Which Ju- I sort of can appreciate that yeah. to an extent where it's like, yeah, you tried to kill me. I'm keeping you prisoner. Yeah. All right. There's a little. Yeah, exactly. Give a little, get a little. You know? Exactly. Exactly. You know, uh, yeah, I, I agree. Juliet uh, and Jack back in the cage. Jack wakes up and they're kind of and is kind of like a lot more calm now. Yeah. A lot more like all right. So he got it out of his system. He, he, he his got it murder he, attempt because he doesn't really have murder in his heart. Yeah, he spends a lot of the episode being like angry, pacing back. He might and have forth. murder in his lungs or something. Yeah, exactly. Like, Some murder might have gotten in his lungs when mm-hmm. all the flooding happened. Mm-hmm. Maybe that maybe that was murder water. It was murder water. Uh, well, that's what Ben and Juliet were seeming to indicate. They yeah. said, "You open that door, we all die." Murder water. Um, <laughs> so they're, they're John and J- Jack's just kind of like, all right, so this station's underwater, I guess this is, what is this? Must, must be some old Dharma station. Juliet's like, yeah, they called it the Hydra. They did weird shit to animals here. I, I don't really know. And Jack's kind of like, oh, you guys, so you guys must be leftover Dharma folks. And Juliet's like, well, not really. And, and Juliet opens this huge file. Basically, Huge, like six hundred pages. Here's 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 a moment that I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Ju- Jack is like, so you guys are from the Dharma Initiative, and Juliet says, you know what? Who we were doesn't really matter anymore. What matters is who we are. Anyway, here's a six hundred page long file about your entire past. About you were, who you were. About yeah. who you were. Uh, you were, a, and he does the classic other things. Like, oh, you 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 graduated from Saint Sebastian. You were this a year ahead. You married and divorced. You were your dad, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I have a copy of your dad's autopsy report. 
uh, and Jack is just like, you got everything in there, huh? Uh, you got anything about my, uh, my ex-wife? Juliet's like, what do you want to know? And Jack says, is she happy? Juliet says, you know what? She is happy. Which part of me wanted me wanted ju- wanted me to be like? Part of me wanted Juliet to be like, no, she's very I unhappy. I know, me too. <laughs> she's, she's. I wanted her to be miserable. <laughs> her ex died in a plane crash, and she's go and she's feeling mixed about it. Yeah, she doesn't like it. She doesn't like it. But I just like I just want. I want there to be some real out of nowhere drama. I, I think yeah. is why I want that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because it definitely, because the whole moment does feel like, and it is like, uh, not to get ahead of ourselves, but it is like interspersed. It's related to the flashbacks. Kind yeah, of. and it exemplifies like a certain amount of growth within Jack. Yeah, and, like, exactly. And acceptance of situations and stuff. So it does make sense. And it, it's like, but it is just like, that's the line that feeds you the moral at the end of the story. Exactly. And I just want them to like burn that down. I kind, I wholly agree absolutely but i also do appreciate the like how like contained that arc is it feel it does yeah. feel like a good like bow on like jack is mad and now he's ex- and now as much as his shit sucks he's ex- he's he's moving past being a pissed piss baby totally and, and the only reason it. why i like want them to do something that essentially delegitimizes like the storytelling yeah. in a sense by just like taking something out of left field yeah it's just because they do that later. They do that. That's so. Like in a, my mind, it's already tarnished. But at exactly. this point in history, they're it's still, still a great show. They're still pretty good at like making a self-contained arc that has meaning and weight. Yeah, and this was before even Nikki and Paolo. So. Exactly. Exactly. They had not fly, flown off the handle exactly. just yet. Uh, that's Jack's deal. Uh, mm-hmm. Juliet leaves and says, "Hot," says, "We did it, Ben," and that's the episode, more or less. Yeah. Uh, but we also see what Kate and Sawyer are up to. So let's talk about Kate. Kate. Kate is uh, which she wakes up in a room. She wakes up in a shower that's on uh-huh. with her clothes on, and Tom is standing there. Good old Tom. And Tom. How long was he standing there? Do you think? Days. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. No blinking. No breathing. Just standing there. <laughs> the human picture. They call him. <laughs> Tom the human picture, <laughs> as Kate wakes up, says, hey, uh, guess what? Uh, like, like Kate wakes up and is like, what the heck? Where am I? And Tom's like, listen, why don't you just have a shower, you know, wash the day off. It's fine. And Kate's like, listen, I'm not taking a shower while you're watching, Tom. And Tom gives him gives a little, <laughs> oh, Kate, you're not my type. Representation, baby. Represent. Tom is a gay icon. <laughs> You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> I wonder how many people have claimed that. Um, there, well, there's me right now. <laughs> uh, there's any other gay fan of Lost because there's literally no other gay character. There's on one the show. gay character. There's 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 two gay characters. There's Tom and then the boy Tom kisses that one time. That's Which it. is essentially the only thing that like outright indicates that Tom is gay. Exactly, because this is just like a little like. B- it's an illusion. It's an it's illusion. A joke. It's a little jokey. Yeah. Uh, the only confirmation we get of Tom being gay is that one time he kisses a boy. Other than that, straightest show on the this side of the Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, but you know what? I'll ta- I'll take it. I'll take what I can get. I'll take one funny one-liner over. I, I, I'm just glad they didn't do like a funny gay. Yeah. I'm glad that they aren't. Uh, I've got a friend who's like revisiting uh, like 90s and early aught sitcoms, mm-hmm. and the amount of a funny gay in there is like cr- so crazy. It's only ever that. It's yeah. only ever that. If a gay person is there, it's like a funny gay. It's and like, it's always that there's nothing wrong with being gay. Yeah. Except for. Except for that, we fun. won't associate with you, yeah. and we'll make fun of it. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. It's like you can see where it's like. Except oh. for the icky factor. Yeah, exactly. There's, there's nothing wrong with being gay, except I don't want people thinking I'm gay. Exactly. What exactly. if people think <laughs> I'm gay? There's clearly something wrong. Yeah, it's like you can see. I can see where it's coming from. Like they want to talk about it, and it's you know. At like it was a different time. It, it was a different time, and before then, I'm pr- I'm sure it was just like. Even, even more <laughs> yeah. cranked but yeah. like you know how it goes yeah uh, anyways that's our that's our serious conversation about media <laughs> for the for the moment let's get back to talking about how kate uh steps out of the shower 
uh, opens the locker and is like, where's my clothes? Ah. Where's my clothes? And then looks at another locker, sees a tape on a locker that says, wear this. And it's a dress. Puts the dress on. Tom comes in and says, looking great. Let's go. And uh, <laughs> and they go to the beach where where Ben Linus has set up a gazebo uh, like table this with like a fancy dinner and breakfast. Wildest move. Ben's done a lot of wild moves. This is like this top is five. the craziest one. This is definitely like top three wildest moves from Ben. It would have taken like four days to construct that thing. Yes, huge gazebo, like fancy ass dinner, coffee. Uh, they had to go through the bushes and shit to get there, and there's a whole meal brought there, so mm-hmm. the meal would be cold. Yeah, and like, so Kate sits down, and Ben's like, "Gonna have to ask you to put these handcuffs on, I'm afraid." And uh, and Kate's like, "Hey, what the shit is going on? Why are you putting me in this dress? Why are you feeding me breakfast? This is really cranked." Mm-hmm. Uh, there's uh, and Ben's explanation is also cranked. Uh, Ben's explanation is like. I gave you that dress so that you'd feel like a lady, whack. Uh, and <laughs> and I'm feeding you breakfast so that you can eat meal with a fork and a knife and feel civilized for once. Because the next two weeks they're gonna be very unpleasant. And like, there's no like, there's like what? <laughs> that's it. And then that's like the end of that scene that, too. That scene. There's no like. Nothing big happens in that scene. Nothing big happens in that scene. It's just weird. It's of no consequence. It's just like sets up Ben as a weirdo. Yeah. Who does this for no reason. Yeah. Who just wants to like, like, so like there's a moment in this scene where Julie, where, you know, Ben's like, put these handcuffs on, please. And Kate puts them on and then Kate's, and then Ben's like, tighter, please. And Kate's like, well, what if I don't? And Ben says, well then. You don't get any coffee. So it's clearly just like a mind fuck thing. Mm-hmm. It's clearly just like uh, she's just trying to like fuck with Kate a bit. Um, it's weird. I don't like it. It feels like Bond supervillain shit. Mm-hmm. It's really like I know Ben is like the an- more or less the antagonist, mm-hmm. but like it feels very odd. It just feels like, yeah, frivolous and of little consequence. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so that's Kate's plot, more or less. Yeah. Uh, and ma- then she goes to a cage. She goes to a cage where Sawyer is. Let's catch up with Sawyer, our protagonist. Um, Sawyer wakes up in these cages. And who's in the other cage but a boy named Carl? Oh, Carl. Uh, Sawyer's shouting at Carl, being like, hey, who are you? What is this? What's happening? Carl is unresponsive. Uh, also, uh, Sawyer is in a cage that has a bunch of mechanisms in it. There's a button. There's, like, a lever. There's a pedal. There's all these weird things in his cage. And he's kind of presses one and then presses another. And he's like, what the heck's going on? Presses one three times and gets electrocuted. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Carl is kind of, like, shouting at him, like, you're doing it wrong. And Katora's like, shut up, idiot. <laughs> what, is, what do you want, Carl? What do you want, Carl? So while the, uh, Sawyer's trying to figure this out, Carl starts opening up and being like, how far away is, hey, how far away is your camp? Are the people there nice? And Sawyer's just kind of like, well, there's a torturer, so yeah. I don't know. It yeah. could be better. And then, like, Sawyer kind of turns around, and suddenly the door's open somehow. <laughs> the door's wide open. And Sawyer's like, what? And then Carl just, like, shoots up out of nowhere and opens the door. And Sawyer, is, you're coming with me. Sawyer, go that way. Run, run, run. We escape now. We're escaping now. And Sawyer's like, all right, fuck it. I'm out of here. Sawyer goes running through the jungle. And who does Sawyer run into? Juliet. Juliet. Juliet walks up. Wife. Juliet walks up, says, hey. Sawyer's just kind of like stunned. And then. And then Sawyer's stunned. And then really stunned because Juliet pulls out a taser gun and shoots Sawyer in the neck. That is. They get married. They get married (laughs) later. Those two people get married and that's the first time they meet. Yeah, it's cute. (laughs) It's a hell of a meet cute. This is a great rom-com. Lost is the ultimate rom-com. I want to. I want someone to do a supercut of Lost where it's only scenes with Sawyer in them. Yeah. Just the whole series. It's just like he's unlucky in love. Yeah. And then Juliet tases him and it's like, oh boy, Sawyer will never understand women. And then two hours later, they are married. They're married. In the past. They're married in the past and it's great. I would watch that show. That's a, that's a great- I do watch that you show. Do, in fact, yeah. you do watch that show once yeah. a week with me. That is the show Lost. That is the show Lost. The show Lost is uh, one of the many facets of the show Lost is <laughs> romance. 
Yes. Is funny romance. Honestly, love makes fools of us all. I'm just going to say that. Shakespeare, is that you? That's me, Billy Shake. And I'm Billy here to say, Shake. And I'm here to say. That's his DJ name? That's his, uh, that's, his MC name. That's his, yeah, that's his street artist name. That's oh. his Banksy. It's his nom de, de plum. Um, so, Sawyer gets uh, locked back up, solves the puzzle, solves the le- lever puzzle, and he's like, yeah, I did it. Fuck yeah. And then uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is what he's like. That's good. That's exactly what he's like. Uh, yeah. Uh, and out comes a uh, fish biscuit, a biscuit shaped like a fish. Uh huh. Bunch of weird nuts, and then some water. Fish comes out biscuit of the sounds like a band that would um, headline Murder Water. <laughs> fish biscuit <laughs> would headline Murder Water. Oh my God. Did you see Fish Biscuit at Murder Water? When? 14, 15? Yeah. Oh no. Uh, Murder Water 09 was. That was a rough one. Yeah. We don't talk about Murder Water 09. We don't, a lot of people got murdered. <laughs> a lot of people got <laughs> murdered. More than usual. Yeah. yeah. Um. More than even I was comfortable with. Yeah. As a, as a criminal. Yeah. As a criminal who attends the murder festival of Murder Water. Fish Biscuit, though. That was a great set. Uh, Tom. So Tom brings Kate into the cage. Uh-huh. And Tom kind of looks at Sawyer and is like, hey, you got a you got a biscuit. Figured good, it out. Good for you. And then leaves. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, then Sawyer and Kate kind of have like a have they're like, like a sup. They're sup. like how how are you doing? And and they're like, well, this is pretty cranked, huh? And yes, we'll it. look longingly at each other for a couple episodes. And that's that's the island stuff. That's the island stuff. Yeah. It really is wholly and entirely. It's just really contained. It's really in a couple cages. It's very. I like it a lot. As much yeah. as as much as it is like we obviously know what happens. The like dinner scene is cranked because it has no. I keep, I keep saying cranked today. You have a guru and a whiskey sour, and you just <laughs> start saying cranked all the time. I think you are cranked. I man. might be cranked. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah, it's very self-contained. Like we were yeah. saying. Yeah. Uh, it, it makes it simpler, and I like it more. I agree because it gives and it gives them time to really just like focus on yeah. these characters and where they're at, what they're doing, set things up. Even though we know what's going to happen, it was still a like front to back pretty solid episode. Yeah. I think. Totally. Uh, except there's one more part of the episode that we haven't talked about. Flashbacks the with Jax. Jack backs. Jack backs. Flash Jax. Dr. Jack Shepard. Doctor. And his wife. Yes. They are having problems. Uh, Jack is stalking Jack, stalking his wife at a school uh-huh. and sees a man with him. And Jack is like, fuck. Next scene is Jack at a divorce lawyer's office uh-huh. with Sarah and being like, please, give me one more Take chance. Take me back. Take me ba- back. And, and she's like, no. And then he's like, who is he? Who is he? What's I got to know who he is. What's his name? What's and, his name? What's he do? And Sarah, I need to know. And Sarah's just like, bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. Uh, so then next scene is Jack, Jack in his doctor's work. Jack goes to work in his doctor's office with and his dad. And he's like just on the phone, like calling a bunch of numbers. Oh yeah. He's being, calling everyone from her contact list and being like, Hey, uh, I found, uh, this person's cell phone and I'm, uh, just trying to like, uh, get in touch with them. Oh no. Oh, uh, well, I'm sorry about that. And, uh, and Jack's dad comes in uh-huh. and Jack's dad is just like, Hey, what are you doing? Is this all Sarah's phone numbers? Hey, you're being really, you got to really, this is a bit much, but this is a bit much. And Jack dials one of the numbers and guess what? Jack's dad's cell phone. It's rings. Jack's dad's number. It's Jack's dad's number. And Jack is immediately like, why is she calling you? And, and, and Christian is immediately just like, she was concerned about you. We she we've been talking because we're worried about how you're slipping and uh-huh. how you're becoming obsessive. And Jack is just like, no. And, and Jack is just like, you're a drunk, Dad. Yeah. What do you know about being obsessive? And like, oh, you mean like, isn't that the deal? Isn't yeah, that the deal with being a drunk. Um, uh, I want to being s- one track and like letting things consume you. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm, yeah. An alcoholic would know nothing about that. Yeah. Uh, so, so I wanted to give a shout out to, I think his name is John Terry. Is that the dad? That's the dad's actor. He's good. Name. He's yeah. great. This, we get a lot of him in this episode Yeah. and he's a really fantastic like character actor. He's cool. Yeah. He really nails this like, uh, just like, like well-meaning dad who's kind of shitty. Yeah. Uh, and in this episode, he's like clearly in the right, but like he has he he. I, there's something about him that just like really like very expressive, very uh-huh. just like when when Jack is like going off, you can see like just like all this like hurt and like regret in Christian Shepard's eyes and shit. 
it's just like I I just think that's a, he's a really underrated. Actor I hurt show. myself today so, to see if I regret. So my favorite part of this scene is when Christian Shepherd pulls out a guitar and begins singing yeah. "Hurt" by Johnny Cash. It was weird, but it worked. It worked, and he said, "You know," and he said, "Listen, I'm hoping to get into the next year's murder fest. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm hoping to headline." Maybe not headline, but... They have uh, this venue with a murder water door. Oh, my God. I can't wait. Love love, <laughs> a, love a door. I figured the song Hurt will go over well. <laughs> It'll go over great at murder water. Um, God. Did I call it murder fest? That's not what it you is. You did, but I like that, too. I like it, too. I believe that, like... 60 year old dad would call it murder fest he's like is that what the kids are into these days oh, murder y- fest you're going to your murder fest oh it's all noise to me yeah i don't understand the kids in murder fest i like slow instrumental jazz played on a gramophone and nothing else oh. <laughs> i like that <laughs> i mean i like it too but i like other things also like i think like murder. You, it's not just slow instrumental jazz though, because he's got a swing thing too. Yeah, you gotta have a sw- it, 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 some fast instrumental jazz. Listen, if it doesn't mean a thing, if it hasn't got that swing, yeah, okay. Can can like that's just that, that's just the facts. Are you uh, d- giving your opinion on playgrounds right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> if a playground has no swings, it is meaningless. Yeah, it it. <laughs> Knock it over, build a parking lot. Waste of my time. Waste of space. <laughs> waste of space and time. The two things you can waste the most of with a park. Yeah. <laughs> and frankly, I've had it up to here. Um, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> next scene is Jack is doing a surgery. Uh, and the doc- the nurse is like, hello, Jack. Earth's to Jack. But Jack's mind is elsewhere because Jack sees that Christian is oh, yeah, answering his, his cell phone. Yeah. Uh, answers his cell phone and smiles and smiles and jack is immediately like i'm out of here yeah he uh, leaves, leaves mid-surgery <laughs> uh jack is a bad guy jack is a real shithead in these flashbacks yeah. uh and i appreciate how like because it does provide at least like you get that moment at the end where he's like oh, okay i gotta get over my yeah. stubborn bullshit because in the past i was really fucking toxic yeah uh so it does give that some weight but boy, oh boy, does he go off the deep end in this uh, in so this particular scene. He follows his dad to a hotel, which is where affairs happen. Mm. And then um, he goes into like he follows his dad into like this weird small conference yeah. room, and it is an Alcoholics Anonymous meeting. Yes, and, and then he berates his dad. He says, "You're fucking my wife." <laughs> and then his dad is like, "Jack, you've gone insane." <laughs> and then he's like, "You're a drunk." <laughs> And then he, like, the AA, like, person, not supervisor, but, like, moderator or or whatever, is like, Jack, your dad's, like, 59 days sober, and we're so proud of him for that. Why don't you sit down? And he (laughs) just yells at her. He's like, he downed a bottle of scotch every day before supper. And it's like, yeah, you're at an AA meeting. Yeah. (laughs) There is so much to unpack about how, like, so I... I can understand – I think this scene maybe goes a little too far. As gripping as it is, I find it hard to believe that Jack wouldn't, like, walk into a thing and look around and be like, oh, I'm in an AA meeting. Oh, I've crossed a line. Yeah, exactly. I need to, yeah. like, reexamine my priorities. Instead, he he tells this, this All group, out, yeah. this AA meeting that his dad is an alcoholic. Like, yes, of course. Surprise, surprise. And then <laughs> And then – accuses him of uh, home wrecking and then attacks him attacks him he fights him he, he fully, fights his dad he fully fights his dad and his dad is just like son you're being so out of line here this is beyond like his dad is being nothing but reasonable yeah uh next scene is dad is jack in jail for jack assault is in jail yeah uh and, but his ba- someone paid for his bail guess what and guess it's who it's his ex-wife it's his ex-wife uh, his ex-wife is or like his soon-to-be ex-wife. Soon-to-be ex-wife, and uh, she's like, "All right, I paid your bail. Bye, goodbye, <laughs> goodbye." Yeah. Leaves, but Jack follows her and says, "Is that him by the car? Who is he? I need a name." And Sarah's like, "Oh my fucking god, dude, are you serious right now?" Goodbye, Jack. Uh, says goodbye. Says some. Says two things of significance in this scene. Says one. Uh, your dad confirms your dad was contacting me because he was concerned about you. 
And when he called me about this, he was so drunk that I couldn't understand him. Yeah. So Jack drove his dad back to alcohol. Great. Which would kill him soon. Which is going to kill him. We know yeah. that it kills him eventually. So great move, Jack. Um, second of all, he's when Jack says, I just got to know who he is, Sarah delivers the dagger, which is, doesn't matter who he is. It just matters who you're not. Boom. Uh and that's the Jack flashbacks. Yeah, it's crazy. He is an asshole. He is a complete irredeemable shithead. And to be honest, I liked to see I it. I love it. Oh, yeah. I don't think very highly of Jack as a person. Mm-hmm. I really don't. And He's I, not a good hero. I generally don't think he's, like, n- even, like, an interesting hero, yeah. really. Like, there's way more, like, I wouldn't even put him in my, like, top, like, five most yeah. interesting characters. Yeah. Maybe not even top Me ten. Too. Yeah. Um, but because like, he's not interesting, he's the most generic person on the show. He's so yeah, exactly. But uh, I don't know what his interests are. Actually. Exactly, his I it, don't know a hobby that he has. His interests are ruining his relationship with his dad, apparently, and being a doctor and taking charge. Yeah, that's not like enough to really hinge a character on. Yeah, that's not a personality. And so I feel like these flashbacks and th- this one included always kind of have this problem of like well, how do we flesh this guy out? Uh-huh. And they just kind of like default into just making Made him, him an, an asshole. asshole. And I like jerk. it. I'm and into it. It's fun to watch. And I don't think it's necessarily like the most compelling stuff, but it is like pretty fun to watch on a standalone thing. Uh-huh. I think uh, there's too many Jack episodes for sure, but this one was all right. I think I'm excited to see more. I'm excited to see more. Um, so before we roll for our next episode, uh, I have a new segment that I want to try. Alert, it's new segment time. Uh, I'm excited. I do not know what the segment is, so and I have been looking forward to finding out. Uh, well, guess what? Here it comes, and it's re- and uh, while, my, while it loads on my phone, I'll tell y'all what it is. So I've mentioned in the past this website, Lostpedia. Uh-huh. Lostpedia.wikia.com these days. Um, and w- uh, what it is, more or less, is like it's it's it, it's a lost wiki, more or uh-huh. less. It was very active back in the day. I don't know how active it is these days, uh, but it is still probably there. surprisingly probably like pretty active still. But like uh, not I, what it once was. I remember like after an episode aired, like seeing like articles get assembled wow. as they like happened, yeah. as like new information was revealed. People were like, "Well, turns out Ben was this and this and this." For instance, wow, uh, it was uh, it was a it was a time. And I'm sure, so, like, obvi- like there's obviously not much new information about Lost these days. Uh-huh. But, you know. Anyways, my point is, uh, in the HKIPGT Discord, a fellow by the name of Sam posted this link about Lost, which is a link to Lostpedia page called Questions and Answers. Oh, yeah. Uh, what it is, is it goes episode by episode, looks at every, qu- aims to look at every question posed in that episode, and provide the answer that gets provided eventually. Okay. So what I was hoping to do is to, because because listen, we're you and I, we're more or less halfway through this. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We're halfway through this, and at this point, I think we have a pretty, a relatively clear picture of the whole of Lost. Yeah, we get. I know what happens. So I think this would be a a fun way to test each other's knowledge uh-huh. of Lost, and be a, cr- a fun way to see. Just see some crazy shit that yeah. people wrote about Lost in earnest. I'm excited. Let's hear it. Let me hit you with the first one. Uh-huh. Uh, let me hit you with the first one. Why does Juliet appear troubled in the opening moments? Why is that? Because they don't like her book? Uh, that is a great answer, but uh, the answer is she is distressed over having learned of Ben's tumor the day before and what this may what? mean about whether Ben cured her sister Rachel's cancer. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Okay, let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. Uh, there's one that's, how did Juliet come to be an other on the island? Of course, this is he, kind of She was tricked. She was tricked. Uh, the, the whole story is very, I mean, we know the story. Uh, how did Ben come to be the leader of the others on the island? Oh, I have no idea. He was adopted into them. And then did he just, like, take the reins and murder? Oh, my God. This one is way longer than I thought it would. Do you want me to just go in on this one? Because seeing it laid out like this really makes really paints a picture. I want to hear it. Yeah. While he initially claims to have been born on the island, this is later to revealed to have been a lie. He was, in fact, born in the United States and later at the age of eight joined his father in recruitment to the Dharma Initiative. Uh-huh. After repeated abuse from his father... 
Ben wanted to escape and join the hostels and was eyed by Richard for his sign of being special. Several years later, Ben was gravely shot. Richard took him into the temple to be healed in a process which changed him spiritually, making him another. Jacob favored Ben to take this process, threatening Widmore for leadership and eventually usurping that position from him. Whitmore was the leader before that? Yes. I didn't know that. <laughs> Lots to unpack in that whole, whole paragraph. That's crazy. Cool. It's, there's a lot. Uh, they do a good job of making it. Uh, no, it does still seem quite cranked. Um, what is the purpose of the Hydra station? Where is the Hydra? What is, uh, here's, a, here's a fun one. What is, was the intercom in Jack's cell working, or was he hallucinating? It was working. It was. While he was probably hallucinating Christian's voice, the intercom is indeed working and being used by the others to toy with Jack's mental yeah. state. Yeah, I figured as much. Uh, <laughs> why was Carl being held in a cage? For dating Ben's daughter? Yes, indeed. Yeah. Ben didn't want him to pursue a relationship with Alex and get her pregnant. Ben is a bad... And get her pregnant. Yep. Ben is a bad man. Ben is not a good one. Okay, this one definitely goes in. Uh, let me let me find some highlights. Uh, wow, it's so much. Um, so, I'll I'll I'll. Uh, there's three that I want to highlight. Uh huh. Why did Ben leave Juliet to be killed by Jack? Because uh, which I don't think we mentioned in the scene where the flooding happens. Yeah. Ben leaves and then slams the door behind him, leaving Juliet behind. I so, imagine. So why does Ben do that? I imagine to like make Jack trust Juliet more, and believe that like she is not, she's more on his side. She has something against Ben too. That's exactly right. Ben yeah. wants to manipulate a romantic connection between Jack and Juliet. Wow. Due to her resemblance to Sarah, for him to exploit. Wow. Little does he suspect, however, that he is succeeding in making a real bond between them against him. So well, Ben yeah. is trying to play like seven dimensional chess and played it too good. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it ended up like just, oh, just seeing it all laid out just makes it, re makes you really just see the full crank. Yeah. Just how, all. how big the scope is of the show. It's completely, and it becomes clear how just unwieldy it is. As soon as you take it in as a whole, it's just like beyond wacky. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how did the others gain a file on Jack's personal information and others in his life? No idea. Well, you see, it seems they are able to access files on the survivors through the flame, which we haven't seen yet. They are also, quote, very thorough in getting off-island others to dig up dirt on individuals of choice, information not normally established even to law enforcement. That's not an answer. How? That's not an answer. That is not an answer. answer How do they do this thing? Well, they do. Well, it. they do it. What yeah. they do is they do it. Yeah. <laughs> the way they do it is they do it. Well, they're off the island, you see. Uh... So here's what it, here here's my absolute favorite one. Why were Kate's wrists cut up by the handcuffs? Because she was made to tighten them very tight. The answer is ambiguous. Oh my god. Not a relevant question. Don't ask the question if you can't answer. Not it. even a question that I was considering. No. And also no answer to it. Perfect. Thank you, that's Lostpedia. Gross. Valuable resource. So that's so that's, I like it. That's fun. I think that's a fun thing to do. I like that it's like so clearly people are proposing these yeah. themselves in a sense. Exactly. You can see you, some of it is like like the like oh Juliet's like as like some of it is like oh as weird as it is like oh yeah that track. This is yeah yeah. yeah. And some of it is just like oh they we are stretching to yeah. make this work. It's like what sixteen year old is at their computer <laughs> right now in two thousand eight? Probably me. Yeah. <laughs> Probably literally. Me. I asked all of these questions. I asked all these questions, and there weren't answers, so I had to come up with them. Yeah. Uh, uh, maybe we could like alternate doing that every week. Like totally. You could yeah, read yeah. The yeah. The I wanna, I wanna look at it beforehand, and I'll see if there's some crazy ones. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, and some episodes have more than others. This one had a lot. Some of them only have like one or two. Yeah. So that sometimes it'll be longer. Sometimes it'll be shorter. Hey, viewers at home, let us know what you think of that. Maybe it's a good. Maybe it's a bad. Maybe it's the best you ever had. Do you like the trivia? Do you love trivia? I love trivia. I love to ask questions, and I love to... We also have to come up with a cool, pithy name for that. Oh, yeah. Too. Maybe a song. Maybe a fun song that we could sing to each other for, yeah. that, for, that, for that segment. Uh, well, that was good. That was good. What do you say we watch another episode? I would love to watch one more episode of this damn-ass show. Uh, I want to watch 61 more episodes. I've got... Oh, so speaking of that, so we normally roll 121... One, one to 121 is what uh -huh. we normally roll. 
But with th- this roll will be our 61st roll. Uh-huh. And with that, we'll have crossed into half. We'll have less than half of lost left, uh-huh. which is a big milestone. Congratulations to us, by the way. Thank you. Um, <laughs> you're welcome. Congratulations to you. So I think what I'm going to do is, before we record next week's episode, I'm uh-huh. going to truncate our list okay. down to 60. Yeah. And we'll roll 1 to 60 to prevent repeats That happening. makes sense. So we don't just uh, mm-hmm. keep... Yeah, returning to the same exactly. ones. You can assign a numeric value to. That's exactly. That it. makes I, perfect and sense. And I think what we'll do is we'll do that every time we cross half. So it'll be sixty, then thirty, then fifteen, then yeah. seven. That's great. I think that's I love great. that. That's a good idea. It's a good idea, I think. Um, anyways, but so for one last time, I'll do one to one twenty-one. Yes, on random.org, of course. Our favorite. Our our favorite most wasteful resource. I got, I got forty-nine. 49. I'm almost positive. Yes, we've seen that one. All right. That's why we got to truncate it. Three. Three. Uh, three we haven't seen. Three is the third episode of the show. Tabula Rasa. And it's a Kate episode. I'm stoked. I'm positive. But it's stoked. the first Kate episode. Uh, I don't think so. Really? Oh, it's a, oh no. Like chronolo- chronologically, it is the first yeah. Kate episode. I oh, yeah. We have har- seen. We know there's murder in that heart. Yeah, of course. We know there's murder in that heart. Um, all right. So the wrap up. Uh, you can follow us on facebook.com slash the island shuffle. You can follow us on Twitter at island shuffle. Uh, if you like what you hear, please leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, I'm told it helps us with something or other. I don't know how iTunes works anymore. It will if, get us popular. If by any chance you're still using iTunes somehow, please <laughs> do leave us a review. By some stroke of luck. Yes. Um, you can follow me at Twitter at barrier trio. You can follow James at, at James Brown. Uh-huh. Uh, we are on the Noise Space roster, noisespace.xyz, a podcast network that my internet friend Matt basically said to any of his friends who want to make a podcast, hey, I'll host you for free. Which is awesome. Which is very kind of him. Yeah, it's we, cool. ap- we appreciate that he's gotten us this far. Um, and there's a ton of other great podcasts on this uh, network roster incubator, whatever you want to call it. There's, of course, Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die, <laughs> which is a leftist podcast where a rotating cast of... Uh, bozos scream about the state of things a uh, great dose of weekly catharsis for you there's uh city girls make do a weekly sex in the city podcast there's giants confirmed they might be giants podcast <laughs> guess what there's a new podcast too there's a whole new podcast what have we got it's called my pod cabbages and it's an avatar the last airbender podcast oh cool i want to listen to that and it's hosted by a married couple which is very uh wholesome i like that show uh the show is good and the podcast is also good. Cool. There's never been a better time to be listening to noisespace.xyz, in my opinion. <laughs> in my humble opinion. Uh, that is all of the bits, isn't it? That's I all, think so. That's all the deets. Oh, also check out James Brown's website at jamesbrown.space. Oh, yeah. If you want to keep up with all his to-dos, his goings-ons, and what have yous. Jamesbrown.space. Ah, oh, boy. I think that's it. That's everything. Uh, Thank you. Feels good to be back. I'll tell you what. Good to be back on that horse. Love to be back on the horse and carrying the gun of a microphone. What do you say we uh, point the old gun at the head of the horse (laughs) and say what we always say? We always say this and what we say to the horse with a gun is...